This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach and as always I'm joined by Christian Garcia. Yo, you just noticed us fly down. Maybe we get the zip noise. Oh, nope. well, let's see if I can get that in, in camera. <laughs> <laughs> Took care of it. Only fans coming soon. Yeah, it's just a teaser. Just just a teaser. Um, also Christian brought his ugly new gremlin doll. Uh, it's amazing. I'm still trying to figure out a name. Please throw out names. Um, the best one I came up with so is Fuckboy. I don't know. Yeah, Fuckboy. Um... Yeah, it's up there above us. Is if you can see on YouTube, um, it's disgusting and I hate it. So it's a uh, actual like almost movie grade. He just can't yeah. move the joints, but it's fucking great. Got it from the wifey. Thank you. It's amazing. Yeah, it's it. I will say for something I don't like, it is a very good quality. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Uh, right now, if you're watching on YouTube, please drop a like and a subscribe or uh, follow whatever or whatever, whatever. it is. It's definitely, I think it's like and subscribe still on YouTube. So if you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else, do whatever is appropriate. I don't know what they're called anymore, but you can find out all of our social medias and whatnot at nerdswithfriendspodcast.com. And shout out to the countries that listen to us. I don't remember which uh, I think Belgium was a big one. Ireland loves us. Uh, I think we had some from South Africa. Nice. Yeah, some good ones. Nerds with Friends is worldwide, and doesn't matter where you live in the world, you can help support the show by checking out patreon.com slash nerdswithfriends. There's lots of cool uh, rewards on there, including one like today where we will actually be going over a topic suggested by one of our patrons. More on that later. Um, but uh, let's uh, get down. Oh, I should say before we get into Nerdy Confessions too, there's a new podcast that we should uh, represent. Um our friends Crystal and Ashley started their new podcast called the Sour Puss Podcast. Coming they... soon. Nope. First episode's out right oh, now. Never mind. I listened to it today. Okay. Uh, it's uh, two of our friends who they used to be in the Three for Tea podcast, um, which we had on in uh, much earlier episodes. Uh, but that now they've now done they've scaled up a little bit. They're, they're not drinking tea anymore. They're drinking sour beers. Nice. Which uh, is a little bit more fun, if you ask me. <laughs> but. Um, uh, yeah, their first episode's out where, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, very funny. They talked about Bridgerton and uh, definitely spoiled some of Bridgerton for me. I had like three episodes left, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'm not I'm not bitter. They also talk about the uh, the benefits of the pullout method. Oh, well, should have started with that. Yeah. I'm intrigued. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So find out. Especially what I want to know is how my friends fuck. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah. I want, that's what I want to know. It was in regards to Bridgerton. There's a guy who oh. was like the freaking pullout king on that show. Okay. Yeah. So you should watch that show too. It's <laughs> not very good. I mean, it's fine. I'm not gonna. I haven't seen it. I, I don't even know what it's about. So it's about old 
English people. So it's like Downton Abbey. Kind of. I think it's earlier. It's the... Was it the Regent era or something like that? Regency era? I have very little interest of it's how like the a rich ro- live. It's like a romance thing. It's all fake, so it's not historically accurate at all. Um, but yeah, this one guy is fucking pull-out games on point. All right. Yeah. So. Maybe that. Just the highlight. Check it out. Uh, Sourpuss Podcast. And uh, they, they review it in full. Uh, very funny. We were promised to be guests later, so we'll see when. Yeah, we'll see when that happens because uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have some things to say. <laughs> uh, but if you do want to check out some of our tea too you can pick up a bag of our tea at nerdsfriendspodcast.com it's made by Plum Deluxe it is tasty tasty alright let's do some nerdy confessions Christian where we confess things that make us nerds I'm going go? first yeah just finished another <gasps> Stephen King book uh, later it was, shocker it was great it was great <laughs> uh, it starts off really slow picks up and then it gets really good at the end mm-hmm. I do wish it was a little bit longer what's it called Later. No, tell me right now, please. Oh. <laughs> Ding! <laughs> um, it was really, really good. I do wish it was a little bit longer. Um, if you guys are fans of him tying books together, he does that with other things that I, oh, I want to talk about, but I don't want to spoil it. Make cool. sure and listen to it or read it. I do audiobooks. Um, it was great. The narration was cool, too. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, we'll have to check that one out. My Nerdy Confession, Christian, is a bit of a homework assignment you gave me. Um, I watched... Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, are we getting into it? We're getting into it right now because the re- back half is going to be all Patreon related. So I watched this movie. You did. You failed to tell me it was a Nicolas Cage joint. <laughs> I would have been a little bit more skeptical. What? No, I'm not going to fucking give up the Nicky, Nicky Cage, isn't it? All right. So let me, let me at least start off with like a little backstory of how I think it started. Okay. So it's either Myanmar or, uh, you know, another country. The movie doesn't give a shit. No, it was... It, it was uh, Burma, which used to be called – didn't Burma used to be called Myanmar? I don't know, but the movie did not give a fuck. They it made that clear. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so there's a bunch of monks chilling at their temple. Mm-hmm. There's a little hole with – for no reason the comet comes over, alien comes through. They're probably like, holy shit, dude. You're over here with like this text, so you're going to show us some new tech stuff? Nah, fuck you, all right? I'm going to come here to teach you fucking jujitsu. Yeah. They're like, oh, I'm pretty sure our homies in Japan already invented that shit. They're like, fuck that. I invented that shit. It's from space. Like, Deal with it. They're like, all right, cool, you know, maybe, you know, we do tribal fight every now and then. Probably good that we learn how to fight. Now, fuck that shit. I'm going to come here every six fucking years, and you better have nine of you fucking monkeys ready to fucking fight me. I'm like, all right, you know, you're going to come and test our skills? Very, very aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> this alien's very aggressive. <laughs> it's like, I get it. You want to test our skills, see how we're doing? Now, fuck that shit. I'm going to kill all fucking nine of you. Yeah. Well, that's a little rough, but... I mean, why I guess, do we want to do this? Well, if I if if I don't kill all nine of you, I'm gonna kill the entire world. I'm gonna kill the whole fucking world. And they're like, all right, but it seems fair enough. You taught us jujitsu, so yeah. it might be a fair fight. Now, fuck all that noise. I'm gonna use swords and space technology. Yeah. As soon as one of you fucking fucking monkeys starts getting some good licks on me, I'm gonna fucking go fast like Quicksilver, or I'm gonna use my fucking scorpion burning hands, or I'm gonna use my fucking predator cloaking device, yeah. and I'm gonna fuck you up. Like, well, that doesn't seem fair at all. Yeah. <laughs> why? What's the point What's of all this? What's the point of all this? A fuck you. I'll be back in six years, motherfuckers. Later. Alien out. Yeah. And then he fucking bounces through the portal. That's kind of the backstory of what I think happened. But yeah. that's pretty much the premise of the movie. Yeah. So, th- I mean, that's that's pretty accurate, uh, at least from what I gathered. I will say I lost interest about 20 minutes into it. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, so I was, like, texting and watching YouTube videos on the side. Um, but, yeah, it's it's funny. So this, it starts off with this guy kind of running through the forest um, away from some in- unseen threat that's throwing these like 
razor boomerangs at him. And um, who's and, very bad. He probably learned from stormtroopers. Like you can't hit shit with those. Right. Exactly. Like throwing literally an unlimited amount of these fucking little spinny discs. They're the guy, fidget spinners. And the guy running away from him does not react to them at all. He's just kind of like, huh? Looking, huh? And they're just like CG'd all around yeah. him. Oh, man. And then he, he, he gets hit twice. For whatever reason, they don't go through him, no, even though it went they, directly they, they at him. They bounce off of his back. They, they cut him in the back. But then he falls down, gets an incredible head wound yes. on the rocks. He should have been dead. Yes, for sure. <laughs> um, and then he gets rescued by an old uh, Burmese man and randomly Nicolas Cage. Yeah, well, the Nicky Cage comes later. I mean, he co- well, he comes later, but he was on that boat and rescued him. Oh, was he? I, I missed that part. It was well. It was ridiculous because they never referenced it again. Nope. <laughs> like I was like, "What the fuck? What's he doing there? He's just fishing with some old Burmese fishing guy." Yeah. And uh, then he gets uh, picked up by the army, who's there looking for like plutonium in Burma. Never or really specified too much. They're yeah. just like, "We're sent something here. We're here for something secret. You must be here for it too." He's like, uh, "I really have no idea what." what I don't remember about. shit. Are you here for the plutonium? He's like, "What plutonium?" They're like, "We know you're here for it." Yeah. It's like, "Oh God." Um, yeah, it was just, um, so it seems to me like a movie that was probably created by a bunch of stunt, you know, guys, martial art guys. I, I think it was like some guys who fell into some money and they're mm-hmm. like, yo, I watch a lot of action films. What we're going to do is we're going to make Mortal Kombat and fucking Predator, Predator, like Combined. mash them together and we're going to make a movie. Yeah. Americans love that shit. Yeah. And you know, I think it was probably, uh, created by some like. Stunt coordinator guys who who like decided to try their hand at they're like making a full on movie isn't that hard, um, and they found out it was very hard. I will say uh, maybe you're right because some of the fight scenes were good, some were terrible, though. some were terrible. But to- okay, so we should talk about the cast too. Tony uh, Tony Jaa's Tony Jaa, um, the guy from Fast and Furious Tok- Tokyo Drift, isn't it too? Um, yes, 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 the, yes, the villain, the villain Asian dude. I forget his name was like Brian, who doesn't fight at or all. something. Yeah, he doesn't fight at all, which <laughs> seems like a fucking waste. The guy's fucking jacked. He's who I want to play Namor. I think yeah, he would be a good Namor. Be good. Um, and Nicolas Cage obviously is in it as well. And then Crab Man from My Name Is Earl is in it too. Who was he? He's the interpreter dude. Oh, the terrible interpreter. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah Crab Man. That was funny. <laughs> Um, and then the chick from the 100 is in it too. The sister from that show didn't watch 100. 100. Yeah, it's, it was, was she the nunchuck one? No, she was the uh, two one, axes. In, no, the one interviewing him. Oh, like got it, got it. Army intel. I got one, a weird porno who, vibe from those two. Like I was like, they're definitely gonna fuck, and then yeah, never did, never did. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna show me a shitty movie, there ought to be some titties in it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I love how like uh, it was so low budget that the army people. Just have like off green uniforms. No insignias. They, like they say, army, and her says army intelligence. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, uh, that's not how that works. <laughs> there was there was just so many like terrible things about it. Like um, the same. They didn't even try. Like they used the same stunt people who got their asses kicked by over the, and over and over over and over. But they didn't even bother to change their outfit. No, it was the same guy in the in the hat with the black mask on. Yeah, like and then there 15 was fifteen times. And then there was one guy in um with sunglasses who got hit in the face multiple times. Sunglasses, sunglasses get knocked off all the time and then back on and magically. he's back on. Yeah. Like back on. And like that guy like they killed him like ten times in one fight. It yeah. wasn't even like in mix in mixed scenes. 
It was it was weird. And then like they they tried every camera thing they could do. They even, right. They did a little first person action. Yeah, they did the Doom thing where like you yeah. know like the fists are coming through. Where, where yeah, you, it looked like it looked like the guy had a GoPro on or whatever chest, yeah. on his chest, or, and he's like he's following Tony Jaw, and Tony Jaw's just beating the shit out of people. And Tony Jaw is an incredible martial artist and they made even some of his fights look shitty yeah. which is crazy and that's hard to do well i mean i didn't see him do anything like on bak anything no, crazy no I, muay thai like no. craziness yeah it's jujitsu bro yeah <laughs> it's like i don't know how to which, do this jiu-jitsu, it's not the same <laughs> apparently jujitsu in the movies whatever they need it to be at the moment right jujitsu came from space everyone knows that uh yeah so it'd be like first person he's running after tony jaw and then all of a sudden, it, it feels like the guy running literally puts the camera down. Yeah. And then you see him come out, and then he goes back, picks up the camera. Yeah, and, starts, and it's back. Like, what is the camera? Yeah. What are we doing here? It was, and then they did the shot where it's pointing at their faces, and they're well, like, yeah, it's like, running. It's like, it's like mounted in front of them. And so wherever they're looking, it goes. They did a couple yeah. of those. Yeah. Um, yeah, special effects were terrible. Ter- not None only of, that, but there like- was There was not a single gun fired. In that entire no, movie. No, no, no. That, that's there's just... Pe- there's people shaking the guns. That's exactly what I was about to say. Like, they, they just did the tracers, but, like, you, there was no recoil. And they're just, like, they I guess they didn't know uh, how recoil... Yeah. It was not, like, up, like how a gun would go. It was just, like, shaking the yeah. gun. Just, you know, just shake it a little bit, you know. Ah, uh, we'll just put it in. Blood spurts and stuff were all added in post. They looked fucking awful. Yeah, they were pretty bad. Um, And it's funny because, like, normally I don't, I don't care that much about certain special effects if it's a little like if it's not perfect it doesn't really blow my mind but like i've been watching a lot of that uh youtube channel corridor crew corridor digital you ever watch them is that a bunch of cg guys where they yes. talk about it? Yep. yes 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 i saw the one that they did on um game of thrones where i didn't notice where they pointed out a lot of the terrible physics like when the dragon would take off like, look there's no dust there's no grass moving right. like right. Dude, with that kind of weight it would create and they and they point out some things that i would not even notice but uh, I've watched that show enough where I notice every little thing, like how bad the freaking uh, muzzle flashes of the guns were. Um, they have like weird, like matrix style ripple effects through the air yeah. as the guy's running away from them. Um, the blood splatter is just like these pre-rendered little effects that you just tr- literally drag and drop with yeah. nothing else done to them. They probably, someone probably just did it on an app on yeah. their phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was freaking iMovie. <laughs> yeah, it it was so bad, man. Um the story like I like I said, I stopped paying attention, but I think you gave a pretty good synopsis. And by the end the, the good guy wins with the help of his friends, you know, the power of friendship. So all the other 9 people though, the other 8 people all get murdered. Yeah, like in, well, 7. 7 of them because the No, short- 6. Tony Jaa made it. Oh, Tony Jaa made it. Yep. Okay. And the short-haired Asian chick who's like his love interest who yes. d- who never actually acknowledges no, ever at all. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-uh. He's just, she's like, oh my god, I love you. He's like, okay, I don't know who you are. He has I, amnesia the entire movie. I'm wondering if they like if they wanted Nikki Cage to be that crazy, or if they were just like, no, we need you to kind of play straightforward. Got it. Extra crazy. Got it. <laughs> Got it. I'll be a hundred. I'll be a crazy old hermit man who also knows jujitsu. Like, and his lines when he's fighting, what turns out to be his son, which didn't like whatever. I don't know why he didn't tell him like, hey, yeah. I'm your dad. Is uh, that who – so he was his dad, right? Yes. Jake's dad? Yep. So, like, when they're fighting in his little – He just happens to be on the boat and rescuing him? Yeah. So stupid. <laughs> when they're fighting in his, like, fucking rabbit hole yeah. or whatever, and, like, he jumps on the piano, he's like, ho, ho, get off my piano. It's like, what the fuck kind of line is that? Who wrote that shit? Yeah. 
Nobody. Nicholas Cage just yeah. thought of it. He's like, I can fly too. He's like, you jumped. What are you talking about? Yeah. He did. There's so much weird shit. The in- interrogation thing scene between uh, the chick from the 100 and the main guy, Jake, uh, was so bad. Like, things, scenes like that, you really have to have a feel for how dialogue works. Yep. And whoever wrote this, who was the same guy who directed it, produced it, and, you know, <laughs> did everything else for it, um, doesn't really understand how to write that back and forth. Because he made the Army Intelligence chick just like, he's trying to make her like this badass bitch. And, um, but like, she doesn't have any reason to be. She's just yelling at people for no reason. Yeah. Another thing is like, she went like, you're fucking lying. You're a liar. And he's like, we need to get out of here. And then she goes back to another guy's like, he says we need to get yeah, out of here. We got to go. Let's fucking bounce. Like, you didn't believe shit he fucking said. And all of a sudden, like, now you're listening to him. Like, it just didn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, it was fucking terrible. The CG was uh, was bad throughout. The alien suit looked okay until you started seeing his face. Which which was a cross between, like, Dark Side and, like, yep. Thanos or something. Like, they were trying to, like, make him look like... Only they're like, oh, shit, it looks too much like Dark Side. Uh... Give him four pupils, like yeah. for and a cleft lip, and just give him one of those. And not only that, but it's like they did this thing where like he's he has a glass mask, kind of like like Daft Punk, and um and you can kind of see his face underneath. But they so obviously just cut it and pasted his face on there yeah. through CG that it's like it's always at the wrong angle. It's oh god. I have another theory. It looks like a TV monitor. Yes, it looks like a TV monitor. That's playing a VHS tape from 1982. <laughs> so I have another theory that mm-hmm. on his home planet, he's the worst fucking jujitsu fighter yeah. ever. And he got teased because of his cleft lip. And he's like, you know what? In order to feel better about myself, I'm going to go to this other planet. He's going to fuck up Earth for and centuries. He's going like, to murder these fucking monkeys yeah. so I can feel better about myself. That's why you shouldn't bully people. Yeah, That's exactly. what happens. That's the message. Uh, yeah, so the movie's called Jiu-Jitsu. Please don't watch it. But if Or you, watch it and tell us what you fucking think. If you have to, it's apparently on Netflix or we rented it on Amazon. It's on top 10 Netflix. Well, we're in a bit of a dry spell right now, Christian. <laughs> There's not a lot going on, so doesn't surprise me. I, when I saw it, I was just looking. I was like, I need a new show to watch. I'm like, what the fuck? It's on here and it's like top 10? Because I rented it so on yeah. Amazon. So you can watch it for free. I spent $4 on I it. did too. Yes. I thought I spent two. Turns out I spent four. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Uh, but yeah, it's called jujitsu, and don't let don't ask Siri to find it for you because she doesn't know how jujitsu is spelled. <laughs> Why we should? I was because I you know I have an Apple TV, so I'm like uh, jujitsu movie, and it's like it finds this other anime called jujutsu with all U's. Yeah, it's like that's probably you meant. He doesn't want to watch that Nicolas Cage bullshit. He doesn't want to watch that Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Little did I know Siri was trying to save me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I had to fucking type it in. I was like, God damn it. Um, but yeah, it was a piece of garbage. It was pretty. And again, I like bad movies. Yeah. I mean, I like bad movies like when they're trying to do something serious and they're like, oh, it's bad, so bad that it's like you can laugh at it. This mm-hmm. one is just like, Argh. my whole My whole stance on bad movies is as long as the person making it was doing everything in their power to make it good and they were, you know, maybe maybe they didn't have all the money in the world or whatever, but they did everything they could to make it good. Uh, which includes like writing. Writing takes zero dollars. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, uh, you gotta pay the writer. Not if you're the writer. Like the <laughs> the guy who wrote that movie also directed and produced it. I looked at the credits. Oh, okay. I uh, thought you were, you you were just guessing, but you know that for certain. No, I, I know okay. that for certain. Yeah. Um, 
I forget what his name was, but it was like it was the credits were the first half of the credits were all him. <laughs> I want to know how he conned people into like doing it. Yeah, I do not know. But uh, yeah, like I don't mind a bad movie that's bad because of like budgetary limitations. Like Evil Dead is one of those ones, oh, yeah. right? Sam Raimi went out there to make the horror movie that he wanted, and he he tried the best to make it. Yes. The special effects don't necessarily hold up, and now it seems a little campy. I love practical effects. But at the, at the time, it was great, right? And so I can respect that. But like, like Kevin Smith with Clerks. Kevin know? Smith with Clerks was amazing. I mean, you know, there he didn't have to do much. It he was, sold his fucking comics, maxed out his credit cards, he fucking made he that. He fucking made it. And, and it worked. And, the, and Clerks is just a well-written movie. Yeah. That's all. I mean, the set is minimal. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I think it's... Uh, you know, you can see that, but this one, man, it was just, I don't know. How do you get that many people to agree to it? I don't know. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, that does it for Nerdy Confessions. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, uh, and then we'll be right back, and we're going to be talking about Gunpla or Gundam models. So we'll be right back. And we're back. You know, uh, last week's episode, you know who our sponsor was? Who? Fucking Xbox. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. That is pretty cool, isn't it? We don't own one. Yeah, we don't own one. <laughs> Xbox, send us one, please. Yeah, for real. Yeah, we only need one. I mean, you know, we'll split it. You know, I'll get it on the weekend. Christian gets it during the week or something. Um, we'll have joint custody. But, uh, yes, so uh, part of our Patreon is for a, I think it's a $10 a month tier. You can actually suggest episodes for the podcast. And uh, this is going to be our first time kind of doing this. Uh, so this was suggested by your brother, David. Yes. Who is one of our patrons. So thank you, David, for supporting the show. Now, David was very interested in Gunpla. G-U-N-P-L-A is what it's called. Um, and what Gunpla is, is it's uh, it's the models for Gundams. Gundams mean the Japanese, uh, you know, robots kind of thing. If, uh, if you don't know, just kind of think um, Pacific Rim. Pacific yeah. Rim is like a hundred percent based off of Japanese robot mech, um, you know, uh, category of films kind of thing. Um, and so we delved in deep. Like we won't do this necessarily for every um, episode on, suggested by patrons, but we're like, you know what? We should do a deep dive into it. So we um, we actually bought Gundam models. Uh, we each got one. And uh, we built them. Uh, mine's almost done. Um, the, I still have to do the wings on it and the weapons, but the the main robot itself is is done. I finished mine. Christian finished his. I day. didn't think I was going to. I will be fucking honest. I start. What did, what did we get on like two weeks ago? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. As soon as I got mine, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna get started" because I know Cody's gonna finish this super fast. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't get the first fuck. First off, the instructions were in Japanese. Yeah, all the instructions are in Japanese. So first like, of all, if you're thinking about getting into Gunpla, be ready for that. So it's just pictures primarily. Kind of like an Ikea yeah. uh, thing, you know? Only this is way more fucking complicated. Yeah, it's way smaller. Yeah. And so I cut the first pieces off and they didn't fit. They didn't fit. I'm like, I'm looking at the instructions. I'm doing it the way it fucking says. It didn't fit. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to bring it to Cody. Because he does things like this. This is my first time doing something like this because he makes the minis. Mm -hmm. This fucker did it in like two seconds. And I was so pissed. Apparently, I had missed a clipping. So, yeah. Or what would you call it? Uh, We call it flash in minis. I forget what they call it. Like a nib or something yeah. like that. So I missed that. This guy fucking did it with his nail. And then 
they're two tiny little pieces, and I don't know how with his bear claws he just went bloop and did it. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? If he can fucking do it, I'm gonna do it. And it was giving me anxiety yeah. <laughs> trying to do this. But as soon as I got one piece to click, I got excited. I'm like, oh yeah. shit, I fucking did it. Yeah. And I just worked at it. And I finally finished it today, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm pretty satisfied. He's a little crooked, and <laughs> apparently I have spare parts, so maybe he's not all the way completed. Yeah. But uh, I might have a new fucking addiction. Thank you, David. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, Gunpla, like the definition, or the reason why it's called Gunpla and not, you know, Gundam models, is Gunpla is like a, a it's a portmanteau, which is a, I, I don't even remember the exact definition of that, but I think it's where you mash words together. Okay. Um, like Spanglish, I think is a portmanteau. Um, but it's a Gundam plastic model, so Gunpla. Gunpla Mo. Gun Gunpla. Yeah, it's, they don't call it Gunpla Mo. They should have. They should have, but it doesn't roll off the tongue. Um, basically, it started back in Japan in the 1980s, but it really spread in the 1990s through North America and Europe. Um, and that's kind of when we first got the mobile suit Gundam you know, yeah. anime. Um, the thing, the Gundam series I watched the most of was Gundam Wing, which I... I recently restarted watching it. Um, definitely, it's 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 one of those animes that hasn't aged particularly well. I mean, it's fine, but it's just like I remember it being so sick when I was younger, and I'm rewatching. I'm like, man, this is kind of boring. Well, I'm pretty sure you know. I, I haven't gone back to watch Transformers, but I don't know if they're yeah. if it's the same thing. It's it's one of those things. I think it it really picks up later when all the fucking suits start fighting each other, and then you know they get the tall geese. Tall Geese was always one of my favorite ones. Um, so I got the uh, – do you remember what yours – What your, I can get the box. The, the name of yours was? So with Gunpla, there's there's multiple different models or qualities, I should say. Um, so Christian's one that he got, which uh, I'll show you up on the YouTubes, is a high-grade or HG-grade model, which is actually one of the lower-grade ones. Um and okay, so he got the Zero Gundam Type ACD one. I think that might be from Mobile Suit Gundam, if I'm not saying that might be one of the really early ones. You know, uh, Amazon was very misleading. <laughs> like yeah. when I saw it, I'm like, oh, this thing's gonna be fucking huge. I'm excited. Yeah. That way, you know, I'm not used to working small. And it's fucking, you know, you'll see the size reference later, but it's not big. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not not great. We'll put something in for scale. Um, not compared to like some of Rick's Transformers that we have over here to, to our other side, um, which here, you can kind of see him off to the side there in this shot. Um, and then uh, I got the Gundam Wing, I think is is his official name. Um, he's like the main one from the Gundam Wing series, uh, though his wings are incomplete. Yeah, I was going to say he's got no wings. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're, they're half built. It's like, uh, and I'll get more into the building process in a second, but... Um, and then I got the, uh, master grade, which is kind of like, honestly, I guess it's like kind of the middle, uh, well, middle high, high end. It's like one or two below the perfect grade, which is the absolute, like, those are the big ass ones that have a zillion pieces and come out like fucking ultra opposable. When we, when we show pictures later, you'll see that Cody's looks amazing. Like, cause uh, it looks like he's weathered. He's, mm -hmm. he's seen some shit, but he painted it. It yeah. didn't come that way. That's true. Yeah, so let's talk about the uh, building experience. Um, stressful. Stressful. Huh? It was stressful in the beginning. Um, middle towards the end, it started to become satisfying. But I was telling Cody off, you know, before recording, I sure. had to take away, I had to undo certain parts because I thought I'd ran out of a piece 
and my dumbass didn't look to the side of it. So <laughs> the, mine was marked. Uh, it came in sheets. So it was sheet A, rails. Oh, rail. Sorry, rail A, rail B, and then rail PC. And then uh, on the PC part, I was like, okay, they're numbered one through six. And I was like, oh, I'm out of fives. I'm like, fuck. Like, I must have lost it by accident because mm-hmm. some of them were really frail. Like, they, yeah. they fall off super easy. Well, you notice that um, those PC ones, that they're they're lubricated. Are they? Well, they're, it's, a, it's, it's not like they're greasy, but the plastic itself is a different kind of plastic that is designed for joints. Yeah, yeah. All the, yeah, I noticed that all those. It's very were, slick feeling. Yeah, it turns out it was on a... Another side. It's like, fuck. Yeah. So I had to undo the arm because I couldn't get the hand in. And that took me fucking forever because once you click them, some of them are Some of on. them are very hard to unclick. Yeah. So I was like trying to look for tools. I'm like, uh, I was like, I was about to bite. I'm like, no, I'm going to bend the plastic. Then I got <laughs> tweezers and I just had to, you know, wiggle it. And I finally got it yeah. out. And I was able to do it. The other issue I ran into was with one of the knees. It was bending the other way. So it was like weird fucking. Fucking ACL was all out yeah. of whack. <laughs> And you'll fucking never play again. <laughs> yeah, never. Um, <laughs> NFL career's over. And the instructions weren't that clear on how getting it right. Sometimes, like it tells you to put it in a certain way, mm-hmm. and it fucking lies. It's supposed to go the other way. Oh, like weird. some some things were misleading, and I had to play around with it. And I, I finally got it. Yeah. Um, these little. It'd be funny if in Japanese it says "do the opposite of this." You're some... like, you son of a bitch. No, I'm not gonna lie. I fucking downloaded uh, Google Translate. Yeah. And. It did help with nothing. Yeah, so the, it's the, weird. I tried that too with the camera. I'm like, oh, I wonder what this does. It's like, oh fuck. All it says is like, why does it say beans over and over yeah. again? <laughs> All it would say was like ACG series this. I'm like, well, that's not instructions. I'm like, nope. So it yeah. doesn't fucking matter translating or not. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I will say I probably had a little bit easier time building it just because I'm used to now building, uh, you know, uh, Games Workshops models like from Warhammer and Age of Sigmar. And or I should say Warhammer 40K and Warhammer Age of Sigmar. Um, so I definitely had probably an easier time building it. But what I kind of ran into problems was um, because I was like, I set out, I wanted to paint this. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, you know, it, it'll be cool. It's like a big giant miniature. Um, but one thing I ran into problems was, is that trying to, you know, both assemble and paint and deciding when to do which step. Yeah. Um, so I, for instance, on his shoulders, you can see he's got blue shoulders with a white inlay on them, mm-hmm. but those are two separate pieces. So what I should have done is I should have just painted the white one first, painted the blue one first, and I could have just airbrushed each one separately yeah. and then snapped them together. Um, but you, I did did it while they were connected. Yeah. So I put them together and I'm like, well, I don't want to fucking unsnap them now. Yeah. And so I, I did the whole thing and did it by hand, which sucks. Um, and you could have tried to, I mean, it would have been more work, but tape off, you know. I know. I did that on some of the things. Like on his legs, his legs, I actually used uh, blue painter's tape to mask off the joints. And so I could spray the white legs and get them primed and then sprayed. Yeah, yeah. My, my whole plan was to use the airbrush a lot on mm-hmm. this one um, because that was kind of new. But a couple things I found out. Um, first of all, if you're going to do that, I think probably the best way to do it um, and I've I've since seen some YouTubers and people who who do this you know professionally or whatever. If I may interrupt, because mm-hmm. you said YouTube, yeah. I actually looked up YouTube tutorials. Yeah. One thing I've noticed, I've watched a few of them. These guys all have long nails. Why don't they clip their nails? I thought yeah. it was fucking weird that all of them. <laughs> it's for all the cocaine they need to do to do these things. Something I don't know. They all had like long nails. Another thing, 
They didn't follow the fucking instructions. They started like they just knew. They just fucking started clicking shit together. Like, oh my God. Um, you're supposed to start off with uh, the torso. Mm -hmm. These guys are starting off with the gun, the sword, the shield, and all that is last. I'm like, okay, this isn't helping me at all. Yeah. So I was like, fuck this, That's and I just weird. went back to the instructions. Um, one thing I did learn from that is that what a lot of these guys do when they're painting them is they will literally snap, uh, snap out all of the uh, pieces out of the rails and put them on like... Um, there's these things you can get for, you know, uh, paint, painting miniatures and stuff where they're like little alligator clips or stick like, uh, shish kebab sticks okay. where you can put, um, pieces stuck to them with like blue sticky tack. Um, and they put like a million of them. So all the pieces are laid out on, on like stuck into a piece of foam. And then they go and do like a big batch paint of everything. I would lose track of what they right. Read. So that, that maybe they have some way of doing that. Like maybe they label each one, which sounds like a fucking pain in yeah, the ass. But that. I will say for painting, that would probably be easier because then you could just spray them all at once, then varnish them all at once to give them some protection. Because um, that was another thing. I painted them and then trying to snap them together. Sometimes you know, sometimes it's you, they snap in just click perfect, no problem. Other times you got to force them a little bit. Yeah. You got to really push down on them. And so when you do airbrush, they give you really thin layers of paint. Um, so you have to build it up over time. But those layers of paint can be very delicate. So there's a couple times where I press down and I would actually s scrape off some Ugh. of the paint. And then I would have to go back and do it. And then you have texture. It's a fucking fiasco. Yeah, you got the thumbprints because of it. Right, 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 right. Um, and then not only that, but um, some pieces are so you know so tight together that adding layers of paint to them makes it so they don't stick together as yeah because there's now added thickness you know i am amazed like when i saw the pieces and i was like oh this is going to be a stiff um thing and it's it's not a lot of the joints move pretty pretty even the head will move, move yeah a lot i was pretty uh, impressed and, and i think that's because they do include that those one plastic pieces that are like it's like a lubricated plastic yeah. or something, something that has like graphite or something infused. I in was it. shocked, like, oh shit, bend this and move the arm and like even the feet. They're very opposable. Mine actually transforms into an airplane. What? Yeah, that that was part of his. That was like his special move. You would turn into a jet and fly around. So you're gonna have to do that on camera. I will have to do that <laughs> on camera eventually. So <laughs> I gotta finish those wings. And so what I also painting yellow fucking sucks. Yellow and white both suck, for that matter, because any little mistake or any little, like, blue or red that you get on the other one, it you fucking see it forever. It's fucking... <laughs> and then, like, painting blue and then painting yellow, if you, you got to, like, uh, swap out your rinse water, because otherwise it turns out into a greenish yellow, yeah. it is a fucking pain in the ass. Um, so, what I decided to do to, to make it look cool still um, was I decided to weather it. So, I wanted him to be, like battle hardened like he's been fighting wars for a long time so after i got everything painted i went over and i sprayed uh uh ak interactives streaking grime enamel uh weathering wash over it so i threw it through the airbrush and just sprayed the whole fucking thing yeah and what's cool about enamel wash also oh, the on the whites and the blue you just did that all in one spray i did it all yeah oh i thought oh that's kind of cool because i thought you was the like... weathering is all done in one step basically oh so what you do is you spray it over this with this cruddy looking it looks like like gutter water it's like yeah 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 gross looking 
and then you let it dry for a couple of hours or, you know, not even a couple of hours, like 30 minutes or something like that. So it dries. And then you take a little bit of uh, mineral spirits, which um, if you're into art, you know, you use for using uh, oil paints and things like that um, or enamel paints in this case. And you put it on a Q-tip and you just rub away where you don't want the weathering. I'm less so, impressed by it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's it, it's fun because you can see, like, it looks fucking good and grimy. No, it looks like, great. I was like, damn, know? Cody no, like, did a lot of hard yeah. work. Turns out, nah, he fucking cheated. <laughs> it was, you know, it was still a little bit of work, but, you know, um, it's very toxic. Definitely lost some brain cells doing it. Um, but I ordered one of those respirator masks for the next time I use enamels. But, yeah, you just rub away with the Q-tip. Uh, where you don't want it, and you stay away from the recesses and stuff, and that's how you get this deep, deep, grimy look. And then all the little panels and stuff are, are like lined and stuff. I did get p- panel liner too, which is this uh, black enamel paint with a very fine brush, where you just dab it into the where the lines are, and it just like through uh, I forget what they call it the uh, like wicking action it fucking fills up the lines and makes them black so i got some of that stuff too to try out and did that on a couple spots um but one thing i learned is that when you're assembling these things um and it probably gets better the more you do really knowing where each part is going to end up like some of these things i'm like i don't know what this is going yeah to fucking do. there was definitely a lot of parts like i don't know where the he's got fuck- these fucking yellow hooks on his arms that stick out of his arms i'm like what are these for but um so, like, when you're building it, unless you know exactly where they are, you don't really necessarily want to, like, glue things together. Because yeah. that's, you know, that's hard to break apart. Yeah, so when you when I show images or when mm-hmm. you guys see pictures, there actually is on his forehead one little piece missing. Yeah. A little red thing that Cody attached for a second. And I was like, fuck that. I can't believe he got it. And then it fell off, too. And I was like, all right, it's not Yeah, me. yeah. Yeah, so certain parts, you know, I, and as I got through it more and more, like, I started figuring stuff out where I'm like, okay, I could throw a little super glue or a little plastic cement on this. Um, and one thing I'll say is if you want to really panel line your gun plug model, which basically means, you know, you know, uh, if, say he has a thigh, right? You know, the thigh of the robot, it's actually, it's not just one piece. There's panels like as if, you know, some, some normal human sized people put these giant panels together and welded them together. Right. So there's little lines and cracks throughout, um, that are just, you know, empty space. And so to do a really good panel lining, you have to use plastic cement where it actually melts those together a little bit but leaves that crease. And then you can drop the panel liner paint in there and it will blacken it up. And so really you're telling me you didn't it. get like a little blowtorch and it was like – I didn't, no, yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's it's discouraging once you put together this piece that took you half an hour to put together – um, then feeling like, oh, I should have glued this. See, I, I don't think I'll ever glue anything because, like I said, there was twice that I made mistakes and I had to fucking go back. So if right. I had glued it, I would have been fucked. You would have been fucked, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think as you kind of get more comfortable with it, and that's one thing we should say is that um, you don't have to go as crazy as I did with all the painting and weathering and gluing and all that stuff. These models are designed, all of them, uh, as far as I know, almost all of them are designed to be snapped together um, so no glue necessary and they all, all the plastic in the, on the rails, which are the sheets of plastic are all pre-colored. Yes. So, you know, it comes with blue, it comes with red, whatever, whatever colors you need for that model, it comes pre-made that color. Um, now when you, when it's plastic, obviously you do get shiny white plastic like Christians, right? And that's how mine looked, you know? Um, 
and I wanted it to be more of a matted color, like you know, like it was aircraft color, you yeah. know, like uh, aircraft paint. So that's why I kind of you know weathered mine down. I, I used really flat paints on it. Um, so I would say if you're trying to get into this hobby, first and foremost, um, no you caffeine. <laughs> you can't have fucking shaky yeah, hands. Shaky hands. Um, I would say you know uh, don't paint your first one. Just build it. See how you enjoy the building process, um, and you know get that under your belt first. Yeah, don't buy an expensive one because yeah. if you're gonna f- yeah, yeah, if yeah. you're gonna fuck up, at least you know it's a cheapo one. So let's talk about cost. Um, if you're looking to get into the Gundam hobby, um, there are certain costs associated with it. So I think mine was like thirty bucks. Yours was like thirty bucks, right? Yeah. And that's a high grade one. So it's, which high grade is the lowest grade? But it's you know. They're not going to tell you. I purposely, I, I saw some cool ones that were like 75 bucks. I'm sure. like, oh, that actually looks dope. I was like, nope, this is my first one. Yeah, and I think that's the right call. You know, I think, um, you know, it's, you get the feel for it, and now you know, like, oh, you know what? It would be cool to have one that has a little bit more um, higher quality plastic or, you know, better moving parts or, you know, is bigger, you know? Yeah. So um, I got the master grade one, which um, is a little bit taller. I don't know. What, what would you say that is? Like eight inches tall? Uh, yeah. No. Seven inches? Seven, yeah. Seven, uh, between seven and eight. Hold on. Let me get hard real quick. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure that out real quick. <laughs> well, then we could take from the difference of what's missing. Yeah, what's missing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's like three of my dicks. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, but mine wasn't too expensive. It was like $55 or yeah. something like that. Um, so the models themselves aren't too crazy. Now, once you get into perfect grade, you are getting into the $200 range, $300 range, depending on like how limited of addition it is, how desirable it is and how big it is, that sort of thing. Um, cause they do come in different scales too. Um, and then like you do need some bare minimum tools. Um, like definitely recommend having a hobby knife or exacto knife. Yeah. Which looking at mine is fucking bothering the shit out of me on these feet. You see the I little see... nubs. Yeah, it's fucking bothering yeah, me. The tip of the sword, I can see. Yeah, it's fucking bothering the shit out of me. <laughs> uh, so ho- hobby knife first and foremost, um, and then a pair of flat sided clippers I think would help out too. I use toenail clippers. Not gonna lie. <laughs> okay, you can use that if you're a it heathen. heathen. Yeah, it, <laughs> it would work. Um, but yeah, those you can get those little clippers for like three dollars on Amazon, they're, or at the hardware store they're probably six dollars. Um, exacto knife again like three or four dollars realistically you don't have to get a fancy one um and what's cool is like okay you clip them out of the rails and then you take the exacto knife and you can slice off any of the little nubs which i was seeing it's bothering me right exactly we'll take a close-up shot of some of the nubs and um and then once you slice off the nubs any mold lines or anything else you can take the exacto knife perpendicular and just scrape it a little bit and it'll really smooth things out um, Although it doesn't say in the instructions to use tweezers, I started using them for certain little mm-hmm. circular parts. And that for that fucking, size, I probably would. Yeah. It helped a lot because I was like, my stupid fingers wouldn't get yeah. it. And then with the tweezers, it would just nice, easily <laughs> drop it in there. Yeah. And then I would say, you know, have a tube of super glue handy. Um, there's certain pieces where even after you build it, you realize, like, okay, this is probably like, it's probably safe to glue. You don't want to move glue any of the moving parts that are supposed to like flex and move. But um, having having some super glue for certain things, like like for one thing, his fucking hands fall off yeah. all the time. And I think part of the reason is because he can have multiple 
You can have like a fist or an open hand or like a fucking fuck you finger. Nice. Um, so there's multiple hand options, but I think I'm going to figure out which one I want on there permanently See, but if you and glue, super glue it. those, you're not going to be able to get the twist the wrist. No, because his, finger, his fingers are one piece and okay. his palm and thumb are the other piece. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fingers always fall off. The, okay. So he's just like a fucking thumbs up all the time. <laughs> um, so I think that super glue, uh, exacto knife, and flat sided clippers. I think if you get those three things, you'll have a good time. Um, uh, you don't have uh, plastic glue would probably be a little bit better, even um, though you don't want to use that on everything and it doesn't work on things like metal or um, even certain types of plastic. But pla uh, plastic glue or plastic cement, they call it sometimes. Um, actually fuses two pieces of plastic together. So it's much stronger. Um, so if you get those things, you should be able to build a gun plug, no problem. Um, so I'd say all said and done, if you wanted a master grade like the one I got, call it 60 bucks. You could probably get yourself up and running. Yeah, I would say I'd recommend start with the small one because now I mm -hmm. like now doing that tiny one, I would feel way more comfortable doing that. Right. Because Pieces are bigger. And I think that's how it's designed to go is you, you start small, work your way up to the fucking giganto ones. Yeah. And like, you know, it doesn't mean you have to do one of each, right? You don't have to go to the, from the high grade to the master grade to the perfect grade. But you could, you could do like, say you do a high grade and you're like, okay, well, I think I can handle master grade. And so you do a master grade and you're like, okay, I think I got this. You don't have to move on, you know, directly. You can say, okay, let me do another master grade, but maybe this time... Maybe I'll, I'll add some paint to it or, you know, I'll make sure I put all the decals on it, right? Did yours come with, like, sticker decals and stuff? Yeah, I only put it on one piece, which you can't see. Okay. And then the other parts, it, the instructions didn't really tell me where to put them, so now yeah. I have two little tiny stickers. Yeah, I think it's, like, you know, you can it's for flavor. You can put them wherever. Yeah. I didn't put them on because I wanted it to be, like, weathered and gross. Um, and also the, the decals look thick. They didn't look like water transfers, which are nice and thin. Um, but, uh yeah, I think you can, you know, you can get into the hobby for cheap and then, you know, gradually guilt, build your way up. So, like like I said, first one, just build it. Follow the instructions, build it. Now you have a cool robot that you can pose. and whatever. Recommendation, be patient, mm -hmm. no caffeine, allow yourself breaks, you know? Yeah. Like, sometimes you get real fucking frustrated. Yeah, like I definitely, you know, I definitely did not sit down and do this thing all in one go. Like that that's insanity though i'm sure there are people out there who who once you get good enough you can probably really get into it and just it i do get a little zen when i'm building stuff i had to put on like first i had like just like some enya in the background <laughs> put some like fucking symphony and then i put i actually put um film soundtracks in that so i was getting like star wars stuff mm -hmm. and i was like oh man like it kind of went with like the project and it was going a little bit smoother so yeah that that's definitely cool i think you know uh the it, it does get relaxing when you get kind of get into a little bit of a rhythm and stuff though um you know and when you're when you're getting tired of it don't force yourself to keep going no one's holding you accountable for this just you know stop for a while and come back to it when you're ready um and then after you build you know say a master grade one maybe build and panel line that would be the yeah. next thing the panel panel liner stuff is uh you can get it from tamia um i think they're one of the most popular ones so it's an enamel paint, so it's super fumey. So do it in a well-ventilated area or outside is even better. Um, what you do is you just dab this brush into the little lines, and you'll see the, the, the enamel paint just 
zips into the little crevices. Sounds pretty like cool. really, it is pretty cool. It uses capillary action. That's the word I was thinking of before. Um, and uh, and then you know, obviously, you're gonna have a little overflow here and there. But after it dries for a while, again, you take a little bit of that white spirit on a Q-tip and just go right over the top, and it gets it leaves it down in the recesses of it, and it, it leaves you a nice dark line. Nice. Um, so that that's one way to spice it up a little bit. Then after that, then you can go start, you know, really painting and stuff like that. You know, hand painting is going to be a bitch. I'll let you know <laughs> right now because I did hand paint certain parts of that. Airbrush is definitely um, – it's a big investment and there's a big learning curve to it. But it's definitely going to make certain things easy. I can't now, believe those guys that you said put it on those little uh, yeah. shish kebab things and do it all. It makes sense because you're probably saving time in paint. Yeah. But to know which piece is which. I think uh, maybe once you start getting really good at it, you could maybe like, you're like, oh, this is going to be unseen and invisible. So you can just go in and like write in Sharpie like P75 or whatever. Yeah, but still. But still, that's, I mean, what you could do is you could do that, label all your shish kebabs, right? And, and tack them on there. Rather than getting an airbrush, just get your, the main paint colors that you need. You, you do need a primer. Um, and most of these I would recommend a white primer um, because there's a lot of bright colors. Doing it over a, a, like a dark gray or black might be a little rough. But get a primer that's safe on plastics and then get regular spray paint in the colors that you want. So for this guy, I would need a white one, a blue one, and a red one. I think that's really yeah. really it. And then you can tape off with painter's tape the gunmetal stuff if you want, right? And so if you did that, you wouldn't have to get an airbrush. Yes, it's like, you know, what, what's a can of spray paint now, Buck? He's like eight, I've never eight, bought one, to be honest. Eight, nine dollars? Come on. You didn't do some graffitos nah. when you were younger? No. Nah. <laughs> uh, um, but, yeah, you can get into it and, you know, maybe 20 bucks. And, I mean, a lot of them, obviously, if you look at Christian's, also has blue and red and yellow. So, I mean, you know, those are some classic Gundam colors. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can you can very easily get some uh, mileage if you want to do spray paints. And that's a lot easier than airbrush. Um, not as much control, obviously, if you're trying to do any blending or whatever. But, And then from there, you know, the sky's the limit. You can do whatever you want. You know, uh, try some weathering. Uh, that was honestly the most fun. Like, it, no, and it actually, it's what makes yours look a lot fucking cooler. Yeah, I think, it, I think it's um, – and one thing I'm going to do is when I build the wings, because the wings are mostly white, I'm going to try the weathering stuff just directly on top of it. Oh, without uh... – Without white – without redoing a white paint. Because I think it mats it down enough where it might not make a difference. Well, let us know how it goes. We'll see. We'll see if I actually end up doing that. I might just paint it and be a martyr and fucking do it. Um, but, um, yeah, try some weathering out. Like the Tamiya stuff is uh, – or not uh, Tamiya, AK Interactive. Um, they have all sorts of cool weathering effects. You can find them at your local hobby store or, of course, on Amazon. But, of course, support your local hobby store if you can. If you're in the Bay Area, the Game Castle is where I get all of my stuff. Is that a Divisadero? Mm, no, that's... Uh, I don't remember what that's called. But, no, Game Castle, there's one in Redwood City. There's one in uh, San Jose, um, Fremont, and Santa Clara. Shout out to Game Castle. Give us free shit. Yeah. I love Game Castle. I go there and get all my stuff. Um, and, yeah, AK Interactive has great, great weathering stuff. This is called Streaking Grime. And I will say it's a little tense when you when you decide to do it because I have this nicely painted blue, white, <laughs> yellow, like bright blue, white, and yellow model that I've spent so much time painting, building, getting just right. And then you just spray it with just shitty watercolor. 
it's, it turns out so brown, but then you're like, no. It's oh, oh, one thing I will say, if you're going to do the weathering, I do recommend uh, hitting with a gloss varnish first. It helps the streaking grime flow better into the recesses. Oh, and stuff. like so you want it to like drip and stuff. Right, right, yep. right, right. And you want it you want it to move around. You don't want it to just hit there and just stick. Um, so you hit it with a gloss varnish, plus it protects your coat underneath. Because sometimes, you know, when you're rubbing off with a Q-tip, you're putting a little force on it. You don't want to tear the paint. So yeah, yeah. gloss varnish will help protect it. Um, and then once it's dry, the enamel itself is pretty protective, but you can hit it with another matte or gloss varnish, depending on what kind of finish you want on it. I think I'm going to hit them with a matte varnish to dull it down even a little more. I don't like shine on anything. <laughs> yeah, mine's pretty shiny. Yeah. No, because mine definitely looks like plastic, where yours, you could almost get the mm-hmm. illusion of metal. Right. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, you, you know, it's got that, like, uh, like aircraft paint, you know, is the best way I can describe it, or boat paint, you know, yeah. where it's got that matte satin finish to it. Um, and a lot of that comes from the enamel wash that's put over the top, because it was glossy, because I varnished a shit out of it. But the paints I used were very matte as well. But, yeah, it's, it's very fun. Um, you know, I think... I don't know when I'll do another one because, um, like... <laughs> you have so many Warhammers to make. Yeah, the whole time I was doing it, I'm like, God, you know, it, it takes a long time. But you do feel very accomplished when you're done with it. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's, the whole time I, I really missed, like, the intricate parts of painting a, an actual miniature. Because, you know, even though I was spending time painting this and putting it together and whatever... Most of the time was on the assembly. Yeah, for sure. And less time was on the painting. And I didn't do any shading or highlights or anything like that. And that's really part of my favorite part of painting. You know, I was going to say is like in some of your models, you have the cool like where it looks like like lava is flowing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe you could put it somewhere on there. But there really is. Or the green stuff you had where it looks like it's glowing. I was like, yeah. ah, there's not a lot of places you can put that yeah. on. Yeah, I put a little bit. It's, you can't really see it. But I put a little bit of the glowy green stuff for his eyes. Um, and for his little chest beacon, um, but you know, it came out okay. Um, but yeah, I really, I really like the the highlighting and like, you know, really blending colors and stuff like that. And like, fuck doing that on a model that big, <laughs> like that would be such a pain in the ass. Um, and because it's so angular, I think it would be kind of tough. But you know, th- I'm sh- there's guys out there who do it. So, um, but yeah, uh, let us know, guys. Uh, have you ever built any Gundam models? Let's see some pictures of them. Um, you know, send them to us on Instagram or Facebook or TikToks. Or put whatever. mine to shame, you know. Yeah, exactly. We'll put ours up there and uh, send us yours. You know, we'll show you ours and you show us yours. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you know it, it's it's not as daunting of a hobby to get into. I think it starts at least for me. It, it started. Might daunting. Fe- it might feel like it, right? If you've never done any, because Cody's made like sure. minis. For me, it was something new. Uh, it was difficult, gave me yeah. a little bit of anxiety in the beginning, but then halfway towards the end, I started to enjoy myself. Yeah. I think, you know, watch YouTube. There's plenty of channels out there. Doesn't help. Um, <laughs> not for this. Yeah. And Hey, maybe we'll make a beginning, uh, Gundam building model video. Um, but, uh, you know, th- there are resources out there. Find them. You know, it's not all great information. That's one of the problems with YouTube is it's not, you know. No one verifies that this guy knows what he's talking about, right? But, you know, you can find tips and tricks here and there on how to build stuff. Um, I'll how make to sure and have things. my nails nice and short before I start so people don't have to look at yeah. gross long nails. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're a YouTuber who builds things up close, 
trim your fucking nails yeah. and clean them. Okay, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, how many how many Coke nails do you have to see while like painting? Yeah, painting? Like, like God damn it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I you know I will say I had fun. I'm glad it's done. It was you know well, well it's not it's, done. Need I the know, wings. It's not done. I fucking I know. <laughs> yeah, the wings, his sword, and his shield. I think or. Maybe he has a gun and a shield, or both. I don't know. Mine can we both? Yeah, Mine can, uh, gun, shield, sword. I still have to build those, so I will. I will take pictures of that once I'm done with it. Um, but uh, you know, I'm I'm happy with how he came out, the main body part. I definitely learned a lot, like from even from the beginning of doing it towards the end of it. By the end, I you know, like by the end of building the whole body, I'm like fucking snap them together hella quick. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sitting in my gaming chair with just like plastic shavings all over me because i had it on my computer just like scraping and scraping i just and it was driving me nuts i kept it right i'm just away because i don't want it on the fucking floor it's good to have a a nice like hobby area if you're going to get into it but yeah i think you know and you don't need a lot of space i was very surprised like i didn't Mm -hmm. a very small computer table i didn't even take up much much of the space yeah yeah you don't really need a lot of room really it is nice i've seen some of those youtube guys like they get one of those like uh like mail organizer things and they'll put the the sheets of plastic the rails of plastic mm-hmm. in it for a b c d e so you can just grab them real quick because half the time i'm like okay fucking where's h uh, fuck oh here's <laughs> a okay you know um but after a while i kind of got into that too so I, mine only came with four so it was easy oh yeah uh yeah i had i had a through g and then that p one. Oh wow yeah, so yeah, I could, I could imagine getting annoying. So many, <laughs> and there's two of some of them. There's like two Bs and two Gs, I think. You say G one, B two, like yeah, I could yeah. imagine being annoying. Oh my god, there's so much. But yeah, let us know. Um, have you guys into? Are you guys into Gundam? Um, do you have any interest in painting one of these models? Let us know. And if you need any help, we've at least built one each, so yeah. uh, you can reach out and ask us. Um, if you ask it, me, they're like, hey, what do you do then? I don't know. Fuck if I know. Shit's I know. <laughs> Find someone on Fiverr to do it for yeah. you. <laughs> um, but uh, And thank you, David, for not only suggesting this topic, but uh, being one of our lovely patrons. We appreciate you. Um, I'm wondering if he even builds them. <laughs> I don't know if he has built any yet. I, think, like he, we were I know the, he's bought a couple. We were the guinea pigs. Like, yeah, he's like, I don't know if I want to do this. Let's see if these guys can do it. Um, but yeah, thanks. Thanks for suggesting the episode. I think it was really interesting. I learned a lot about how different this is from building minis and it really is. It's its own thing. Um, I, I definitely took certain skills from mini painting. Um, but it is a different animal for sure. Like, um, if I was to start over again, I would do a lot of things differently. Um, but I wouldn't have learned that without, you know, giving it, giving it a shot. So very fun um if you want to suggest an episode for nerds with friends you can check out nerds or uh, patreon.com slash nerds with friends um and become one of our fine patrons and then you can follow us on social media instagram facebook twitters um you can find all that information at nerds with friends podcast.com christian thank you for uh going through this with me and thank you stressing out and thank you for suggesting such a terrible, terrible it was terrible, terrible. Movie. i if i but if i had to do it you had to do it that's true and to all the nerds out there remember you're not alone you're with friends this is nerds with friends thank you and good night